Hello, people, and welcome back to the Start Simple podcast. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I haven't recorded an episode for a couple of weeks because, yeah, here's a live update, um, because I've been in the process of moving to Sydney, Australia. I'm not, do you know what? I thought about it for a second. I thought about going for a little Aussie accent there, but I've not got it in me. Uh, But I was moving countries, which made recording an episode last week a little bit difficult. But hey-ho, we are back. Now, I need a favour from you. As, you know what, here's how this podcast normally works. You may have seen, this might be how you listen to the podcast. Um, Is that obviously I record episodes, and then when I record the episodes, each week... I will take two or three little snippets from them episodes and I will put them into content and post them on Instagram and hope that people see it and think, well, he's all right, I'm going to listen to his podcast. But I won't have my uh, recording equipment and things set up fully for the podcast until next week, which means, although I always ask you to share the episodes, and some of you do, which is amazing, this week it would mean a lot to me if you find this episode useful, if you could share it, because I'm not going to be able to do that as easily myself, and basically it would make me very happy. Um, so, will we just get stuck straight into things? Yeah, shall we just get stuck straight in? So, today's episode is off the back of a real common topic I'm finding at the moment that's come up with clients, both within my group program, um, which, the depending when you listen to this, I'm reopening spaces for my group program next week, start simple 30. Maybe I'll talk about that at the end of this episode. But uh, on my group program and one-to-one programs, there's something that is coming up quite a lot because Easter's coming up. Everyone's starting to book holidays in the summer and stuff like that. And it's an area, holidays, basically, is today's topic. Um, But for me, I, how am I going to word this? (laughs) without do you know what if i offend a personal trainer i don't care um i was going to say how do i word it without offending pts for me it's an area that pts continuously get wrong and they do the wrong things to people which leads them maybe without even knowing to putting people in a worse place so that's what we're going to talk about is holidays before a holiday during the holiday after a holiday just my entire approach when working with people and what i believe you should do When it comes to your nutrition, when it comes to training, when it comes to your health, if you have goals like fat loss, what you should do around holidays, basically all things holidays because holiday season is beginning. So shall we start beforehand? Firstly, most importantly, book the holiday. Um, It does help. It usually helps to have a holiday book. Um, And hopefully you're all going on your holidays somewhere nice this year, whether that's a city break, whether it's I loved we used to go when I was younger. Every May bank holiday, we used to get a group of us and we used to get a caravan in Wales. Um, it sounds like the in-between is that, doesn't it? A caravan club. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Um, but we had a big group and we used to go, there'd be loads of us getting different caravans with our friends and it was great. Um, bank holiday weekend, every May. It's been a while since that's happened. But whatever your holidays this year, whether you're planning something in summer, whether you're doing something in the Easter break with the kids, whatever it might be, get it booked, go and do something, have fun, rock and roll. Um and it's usually this stage where when I talk about poor, poor quality advice from PTs, it's usually this stage where most of the harm is done because there's pressure put on you. There's pressure put on you straight away where you, the phrase you'll see a lot is get ready for the summer, summer body, get bikini bod ready, fucking whatever else you want to call it. There will be all these sort of marketing tools that are essentially saying to you that you have to look or be a certain way 
to go on holiday. Allow me to stop here and tell you that that is bullshit. You don't have... So even everything I'm about to say on this podcast, which I realise is quite... um, What's the word? I can't think of the word. Can you think of the word? What's the word? I can't think. Anyway, I realise everything I'm about to say on this podcast, it might not even apply to you. I think it's really important you understand that and you hear that from somebody in the fitness industry. That, yeah, just because I'm going to give you advice around nutrition and training within, like, the, the sort of periods, you're not a bad person if you don't do it. Like, it, it doesn't, it's not going to impact you. It's not, like, it's nothing negative on you. Um, and I think sometimes there can be a lot of pressure, like I say, put on people in these periods in the build-up to going away and you almost like you, you think about that more than your holiday bollocks think about your holiday more like again maybe not the most fitness thing to say but if i had a couple of weeks going away somewhere i'd be much more excited about that thinking about that than i would be uh, nutrition and training i think that should be the same for you you like going and doing something fun should be the priority the time that you're spending with the people that you're going with should be the priority but let's talk let's talk about how how i approach things so like I said, before the holiday, don't fall into the trap of these sort of pressures that are put on you. If you want, like, if you want to do, whether the goal is fat loss, whether it's just you want to get into a good routine and feel good on your holiday, whatever, um, do it because you want to, not because you feel that you've been made to well that you have to. And the most important thing that I would say here, right, is don't do anything silly or dramatic, okay? The reality is, um, so if you have fat loss goals, the reality with something like that is that the work for it will start long before your holiday. Don't be that person who decides 10 days before going away, you're going to go on a juice cleanse because, well, we all know that and how that ends up. You've probably done that on a previous holiday. So don't do anything silly or dramatic. Do you know what? My advice for nutrition and training for what you need to do for this holiday is in about 60 other episodes of this podcast, because the reality is I wouldn't actually do that much differently if anything at all, I think it's more so around your mindset in that the mindset can shift a little bit because also let's not dress it up. If you are thinking of um, a holiday, it can, it can give you that little bit of extra accountability and it keep you, dare I say, on track a little bit more. But that process has to begin a long time before going away. Like I said, if, you, if you're thinking about it a week before and you decide, okay, I want to diet for my holiday or whatever, a week before you go on holiday, you've probably left it too late and I'm sorry that you, you had to say that from me but it's true so we don't want to do anything silly in terms of your approach it should be just as I always encourage it should be a flexible approach it should be an approach that doesn't mean that for three months before going away you can't have a single night out or a meal out or you have to live like an absolute monk that's no fun I don't I don't think that's a fair trade-off right you're going away for two weeks I don't think it's a fair trade-off where for four months you have to live like a bit of a loser. You don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Normal people don't want to do that. So the approach in that period needs to be exactly as I always encourage. Needs to be sensible. Needs to be health focused where you're looking at the quality of your diet around protein, around fruit and veg and getting good quality meals, high in fiber meals, plenty of water and all these things. Um, And that work is going to to begin early. It's not going to be something that we just dive into. And I think really importantly, assuming that you now take that approach because you listen to this podcast and you take my advice, is that please don't just measure your your progress. And again, this is like, 
I suppose I don't want to use the word generic advice, but this advice isn't that different to anything I'd ever say is that making sure that you're measuring your progress before in more than just one single way because so many people are like oh my god I've gained a load of holiday weight back etc etc after being going away when you've not lost the strength that you've just performed in the gym for the last however many months you could probably still run a 5k like you would you'd build up to in the in the months in the in the build up so please make sure that just because you're going away it's not just you're measuring weight or just pictures there's going to be more to measure for progress than just that so the build up to your holiday doesn't should not really be any different to the to your approach to your diet to the approach to your training in any other time of year the one thing i would probably say with that maybe training maybe training you just think do you know what i'm i for this little period now maybe you've got a three month block and you're like normally i train three times a week but i'm going to push myself that little bit more in the gym i'm going to get four sessions in a week that would be the area before before going away that if you were really thinking i'm going to hype something up a bit stick an extra training session in there the temptation is usually i'm going to go even lower in my calories don't do that just just throw an extra training session and maybe even a fifth training session those sort of things i would i don't think there's any issue at all with it would be more if you start getting attempt getting tempted to do these like crazy restrictive approaches so that's beforehand right and now is the time to go on holiday it's that moment it's that moment where the alarm goes off at three in the morning you're excited you get into the airport the buzz is about do you have an airport pine i have an airport pine that depends maybe this is a sign of age that i don't always have an airport pine anymore it it depends on the holiday i'm on who i'm going with and unfortunately now, the t- there was a time, <laughs> I reckon, come on, by the way, message me if, if this is you. There was a time when I was younger that if I was in an airport, it didn't matter what time it was, it'd be four in the morning, I'd be like, yeah. I remember going to Barcelona, went to Barcelona in, well, I don't know, 2014, 2015 for a week. And I think we got to the airport like four in the morning and we were drinking already. But, you know, rock and roll, that's what you do when you're younger. But you have an airport pint or you have, like me nowadays, more likely an airport coffee and you're getting yourself set and you're going on your holidays, okay? Now, this bit's really important while you're away because if you have done the things that I encourage you to do in the build-up to going away, usually, maybe you've experienced this before, people get to the holiday and like, okay, great, I'm on holiday, it's all inclusive, I'm going to blow out and eat everything. If your approach in the build-up to going away was, as I've just said, was inclusive, was not restrictive, was balanced, that feeling shouldn't be there. Not a strong, listen, you go on a holiday, there is going to be the temptation with the hotel buffets, but it shouldn't be there as strongly. Again, you notice that everything I'm saying here, it's, it's preemptive. It's not dealing with the, the need to blow out on holiday while you're on holiday. It's not dealing with the fat loss stage a week before you go away. It's building on those approaches now. Um, so if your approach is right in the build-up, that usual blowout feeling that you have when you're going away should be certainly reduced, okay? Now, then the rest of, in my opinion, the rest of your nutrition. So for example, with with my clients, when they're away on holidays, I don't think I've ever had any untracked calories on holiday. Um, I don't think I ever will. I can't think of a situation where I'd encourage that. Um, ultimately, my advice is, is really simple in to enjoy yourself. I would always say, trying to be a little bit health conscious where you can but with that as opposed to listen there's nothing wrong with um 
when in a dieting phase or a fat loss phase, making decisions that ultimately are around maybe reducing and taking away something. So maybe that's um, reducing the portion sizes of a pasta dish that you normally make, or whether that's um, saying no to a chocolate bar at work because you're just being a bit more mindful. Those sort of things in everyday life, I think there's no issues with. When it comes to your holidays, I think the best way to approach these things is to look for what you can add into a normal day. Because the reality is, if I sit here and tell you to to think about your calories or your nutrition while you're on holiday, it's not going to be in the forefront of your mind and it shouldn't be in the forefront of your mind. So I'd look to things that you can add, whether that's your, you're at the hotel buffet in the morning, you fancy some pancakes, cool, you have the pancakes, but with it, you have a bowl of fruit as well. Whether it's... um, you're out for dinner and you fancy, I don't know, do, 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 whatever. I'm trying to think. You're getting some sort of tapas, right? Yeah, it, it made me think of Barcelona. That. You're getting some sort of tapas. You make sure that there's maybe a veggie-based option, a, a protein-based option. So you're still adding to and you're still enjoying the things. And you just have that little bit of awareness. Something like eating out. If you're going out for a nice meal, you might see a nice steak restaurant. Go and have a steak meal. It's, it's protein-based and you can still enjoy that opportunity while you're away so I wouldn't completely I think one again being preemptive this comes off the back of if you've been extremely restrictive in your approach in the build-up but I think when that happens often people get on holiday and they just say fuck it and like for a week they just completely hammer everything and it doesn't need to be so all or nothing the same way everyday life doesn't need to be all or nothing I think you can have that same approach on your holiday you're going to have a cocktail by the pool absolutely sound can we have a little glass of water with it as well because if you start drinking cocktails by the pool at one o'clock that's not ending well is it we both know that so when it comes to your nutrition when you're away just look at look at what where you can add in little wins a little bit of fruit a little bit of protein making sure you stay hydrated the basics but enjoy your holiday enjoy being away it realistically unless you're going away for like a month six weeks longer if it's a one to two week holiday you're you're unlikely to do I don't like the word, but damage. You're unlikely to to stray too far from your goals in that sort of shorter space, shorter period of time. Again, with the considerations that I've said there. Now around training, I this is just my opinion. And obviously circumstances dictate this because if you are I don't, on a city break for Friday to Monday, this maybe doesn't apply. But if you're on a bit of a longer holiday, in my opinion, and it it might be a little bit easier for me to say this, and I'm aware of that. I I enjoy training. Like it's something I enjoy in my day. Um, So for me personally, while being away, if I'm ever away somewhere, I would want to train. It would be part of my day. So it's slightly different for me from that approach. But I would still encourage you to train. Okay, you might not, it might not be something that you enjoy as much. If that's the case, I would talk to me about finding a training style that you do enjoy. Um, But I would encourage some level of exercise and activity just because thinking of your health, it's a good idea to exercise every week. Now, that might just be you're going out exploring. You're in a new place. You're in a new city. You want to have a look around. Cool. You're going to be walking. You're going to get a decent size step count. Now, if you're on more of like a chill holiday where you buy the pool and that in the day, chances are, there might be a gym at the resort that you're staying on, or you can go, there might be a place that you can run by a beach or something like that. I just think for the sake of what might be 25 to 30 minutes, because I'd keep it short. That's what I do when I program, if my clients are going away on holiday and again, they agree that they're going to do some sort of training. I'd never program more than 30 minutes. Like it, it doesn't ever need to be anything drastic. 
But I just think it keeps you in a really nice place with your training, with your activity levels. Doesn't like, again, I'm not saying every day. I, I've just had, um, Adam has gone to Thailand for a couple of weeks. He's training two days a week while he's there. So uh, it's just over two weeks he's gone, actually. Let's say, I want to say like 18, 19 days. Within those days, he's going to give me four training sessions, which I think is a really fair trade-off. And again, it just means that you're keeping a nice routine with your training. Um, so my opinion of training and activity when you're away is it should still happen to an extent. Again, even if that's just you make sure every morning you get out for a nice walk or in the evenings you go out for a walk and see sunset or something like that, try and keep on top of your activity. I, I would be much more inclined to be flexible around nutrition then I would completely like forgetting training. So that's my advice with during the holiday. And then we have after the holiday. Firstly, sorry to hear about the holiday blues. Listen, we all get them. It's not nice, but it's part and parcel. Holiday blues, it's let, let's, let's um, reframe it. It's just you remembering what a lovely time you did have. So it's a positive because you've clearly had a nice experience. Um, that's probably not going to help at the time that you're feeling them, but still. Right, first thing, and I can't stress this enough, normality. Do not, again, it's it's maybe a little bit similar to what I said beforehand, but what we want to make sure is happening is we're just going back to normality. The temptation, again, the thing that I see happen a lot of the time is you're going, I need to diet, I need to get rid of the weight that I gained on holiday. Now, if you've done everything I've just said before and during the holiday, the re reality is, Weight gain, if any, is going to be minimal. It's going to be minimal while you're away. Um, so you do not need to immediately get off the plane and be like, right, I'm being good again. Because, and this is only for those of you that have, if, if we're talking fat loss before a holiday, you've probably spent, I don't know, again, if you've done it properly, you've probably spent a longer period of time dieting. Don't come straight back off holiday and straight into another diet. You want to at least be at maintenance for a period. Just getting back into having some good habits in place and just to have a nice routine in place. So the first thing when you get back is not to try and get rid of holiday weight or anything like that. It's to refocus in on the basics. It's to get back into, I don't know, you probably had a couple of weeks off work, right? So, and obviously when you're away on holiday, sleep will look a little bit differently. So making sure that you just get back into your day-to-day -day routine of working, of sleeping, of getting yourself back into the gym and a bit of normal routine before making any rash decisions around that, especially when it comes to measuring progress. I say this to people a lot, whether your holiday is two weeks or two days, do not jump straight on the scales the day after you get back from holiday. Spend three, four, five, a full week, not five full weeks, three, four, five days, or a full week of eating regular meals, of getting back into your activity, getting back into your training, before you dive straight into measuring progress or looking at pictures or being like, okay, this is what I want to do now. Find normality in your week because you will find that, again, once you've had a bit of routine back, if you're to measure progress, again, whether that's your lifting in the gym, whether it's photographs, whether it's scale weight or measurements, you will probably find that once you've had a week back to normal, you're probably not, again, if you've done everything I've just explained on this podcast, you probably won't be in too far a position away from where you were um pre-holiday so i suppose the thing that i would stress just to finish off going away should be something that you should just like just be fully present in and enjoying and it shouldn't be something that for 12 weeks you're having to 
aggressively diet water, then during it blow out because afterwards you're going to go back and diet it all off. Have a healthy and balanced approach to your time before the holiday. Again, your time during the holiday with probably that bit more extra flexibility and a couple of pina coladas. And then when you get back, you can reassess. And you know what else to do when you get back? Reassess some different goals for a little while. Again, if you've had some sort of like fat loss goal in the build up to going away, maybe can we can we switch to a bit more performance focus for the time being just to give yourself a bit of a mental break from, from that being um, your focus and your goal. So hopefully, my friend, you found this useful. As always, but especially more so this week, if you do find this useful please share it for me. Um, Depending when you listen to this, April the 7th, I'm opening early bird spaces for just £49, sorry, stupidly cheap, um, for my Start Simple 30-day programme. The idea behind the programme is, I mean, we're covering some of the stuff that I've talked about in this podcast. One, it's getting you in the right place to to diet successfully. I'm going to be keeping you accountable to doing those things. You're going to check in with me. We're going to have training programmes. I'm going to be setting you nutrition targets in the week. There's group calls where we're going to cover some of the things around mindset where you guys I know struggle with. And for 30 days, we're going to get you in a place where you are being consistent. It's not just this one, two week diet that then leads you to 10 days before holiday doing a juice cleanse. It's a sustainable approach that you can maintain for for long term results. So the priority list of that is in my Instagram bio. If you've got any questions about it, give me a shout. Obviously, Um, the start date is April 21st. If you're listening to this. After that date, then hopefully I'll have another date planned for the next intake. In the meantime, like I said, I won't have clips of this podcast to share on my Instagram. So if you could share it for me. In fact, here you go. Here's the deal. If you share this podcast and tag me in that share, I'm going to send you something for free. That thing will be a surprise because I've just made that decision now. But it'll be well worth your while. So share the podcast. Tag me. And I will see you on the next episode.